welcome to another episode of Unpublished. My name is Amy. I'm James. Wow, I almost forgot my name just then. It literally was like, I had a panic moment. <laughs> we're going to say. Today we're going to play Rated or Hate It, which is a, I think, pretty Australian or perhaps like Australian Kiwi game where you just say anything and then you have to say rate it or hate it. And now traditionally, you do not explain yourself. Yeah. You cannot explain yourself. But and there's the, no middle ground as there's well. No, you can't say on oh, medium. Like you, you have to rate it or hate it. And those rules will apply today. But um, the difference unpublished take on it is that we will uh, explain some of the answers. Some of the answers. Yeah. I reserve the right not to explain. I agree. I think you got to reserve the right not yeah. to explain sometimes. Okay, cool. And, uh, and the suggestions came from you lovely people. It did. They did. And I'm really grateful. So we're going to start off uh, with one from Harney. Uh, and it says, Tony Robbins, rate it or hate it? Uh, you go first. Hate it. And I'm going to rate him. Now. Sorry. Yeah. It's rate it or hate it. So you actually ra- you rate it because you're rating the concept of Tony Robbins, which yeah, is the okay. it, I reckon. Yeah. So yeah. you don't rate him no, or her I rate or them. It. It's it. Now, look, Rate It or Hate It is obviously a very binary game. We're going against the nuanced tone of this entire po- podcast. And there's a lot to say about Tony Robbins. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of problematic things to say about him. But I've chosen to rate it. You've chosen to hate it. Do you ex- care to explain, James? Oh, I, it's instinct. It, I, I, this, I don't know enough about the guy. I've watched the one Netflix documentary. Yeah. And it was interesting. I, I think... I think Something that puts me off a little bit when someone makes that much money out of helping other people self-actualize. I don't know what that is. It's like... Is that something to be questioned though? Like Maybe. I think we have, again, like, I mean, do you have that? I mean, you might, but do you have that kind of skepticism when you look at someone who makes that much money in a more traditional way? Often. You do? <laughs> because I think people have a more critical view of people making a lot of money helping people rather than, uh, you know, do, having, making a lot of money in investment banking. Like there's something about our narrative that doesn't like, and this is very much in Graeber's book as well. We don't like the idea of like teachers making too much money. We don't like the idea of someone who has good moral, you know, like ethical mm. work also being rewarded financially. Yeah, that's true. It's like, you know, we often get angry if a the CEO of a charity gets paid a lot of money, exactly. but, but they're really amazing and they really help things a lot. Yeah. Um, although, you know, CEOs, do they do anything? I don't mm. know. Um, whereas we should be saying, well, maybe we should be attracting the best people to, to charities and therefore pay them more. And if that means the charity is making more and giving more, for example. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. I, but no, I guess the thing is with, the, with Tony Robbins is, you know what? Nothing. You're right. I think you convinced me. So I think he is problematic. I think that um, I he there's just something about him. I guess it's the sale icky, salesy, and he's so charismatic, and it kind of like gives me reminiscence of like Pentecostal church days, Mm. which triggers me, and that's why I would tend towards the more I hate it. But I rate it because I feel like he does net good, and I rate it because I think these characters are really easily criticized when they're not actually the problem. Mm. Yeah, I mean, investment bank is the problem. Yeah, Doctor Phil, hate it or rate it. Oh, uh, hate it. Hate it too. I just think, you know, airing people's personal problems on live, on TV for money, NG. that is gross. Yeah, it's icky. Great. Extroverts. <laughs> <sighs> this is so controversial. Hate it. <laughs> Me too. Hate it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry, not gonna my expo- baby I'm extroverts. Not gonna I'm not going to explain. No, I do. I mean, I, I like extroverts. I have plenty of people who are extroverts who I really like. Yeah. But their energy makes my life difficult very often. Yeah. So we're built in a world I, that's that's for extroverts, and I think that can make us 
weary. I'm very capable of forming a great friendship with extrovert, but I have to make sure that my boundaries are respected and that they understand my boundaries. I think the thing I find hardest about extroverts is their inability to understand why you might want to go home early from a party, for example. Like there's no... I'm sorry, not saying this is every single extrovert, obviously, but I often find a trend in extroverts is that yeah. they are often like, what? No. You, like, and they try and guilt you into staying and doing things and doing activities where I'm like, well, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. at my limit for this yeah. activity. I completely agree. Like telling one of our best friends, Shando, I've never met a big extrovert, and the incomprehension on his face when we tell him that we're leaving, he just cannot, he cannot comprehend what we're doing. So sweet little puppy dog. He's like, he's like a little retriever. An insane retriever. Yeah. Right. Um, people who have pictures holding a lot of cash in their hands. <laughs> yeah. I just... Honey, it's very specific. It's very niche. I... Um, I, I hate, hate it. it. <laughs> I hate it, I guess. I, I don't hate when someone, like, Talk. shares a picture of them out at a nice dinner or, like... Yeah. Uh, I think... Um, sorry. Which is obviously, I guess, a very... I don't know why that's any different. Because it's like, they've obviously had to spend a lot of money. I tell you why it's different. It's because I feel like one emphasizes the money being the thing that we're searching for. And one emphasizes the experience that money can buy. And that's why I don't like it. So true. Because if your only goal is the money, then you're just... What's the point? You're just walking towards unfulfillment. Like, exactly as you say, Amy, the reason you should want to make money is to make your life easier, less stressful... Mm. Uh, give yourself more freedom, not just to like add points to your bank account. Yeah. Thanks, honey. They were great ones. Thank you, honey. Okay. Annotating on non-academic books. Rate it. Rate it. Soz. Big, big rate it. I, I, I love it. I will desecrate a book. I will, I, I don't like bookmarks. I don't, I will, I will get the pen out. I will get the highlighter out. Like it's mine. I will yeah. fucking own it i, I agree I, I like to sometimes I, I highlight i underline i i mean this is one reason a kindle can be good because I, I highlight a lot in the kindle do you really yeah hmm. and i guess you're not in any way affecting the book but i wouldn't care either way you know i'm a big i dog ear everything i think that your book this is my controversial opinion i know this isn't a controversial opinion podcast technically but this is mine i think your book should look disgusting by the time you finish reading it people yeah who like return books that i've let them excuse me and they're like don't look red i'm like what did you do where did you read this like how did you even turn the page to me a book is something i take to the cafe i take on the train there should be coffee i'm reading it in the car i'm yeah i'm i'm eating while i read it like these i'm drinking yeah i'm drinking coffee exactly while i read it it's not Mm. like this um Look, I can totally understand the desire to keep something you love looking pristine and beautiful and wanting to display it proudly. And I I just don't have that desire. Yeah, nor do I. So I'm saying if if you want to do that, I can understand why and it's awesome, but I don't give a fuck. In fact, I prefer to fuck up a book. Me too. Listicles. Controversial Uh, because Amy's been pumping some listicles out right now. I rate it. I rate 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 a listicle. I reckon, do you actually... I feel like you've shot on listicles before. What? What? What's wrong? I mean, they're just very. Um, they can be very. Uh, clickbaity. Yeah, yeah. I think like there's a difference between BuzzFeed listicle of like thirteen hot trends this summer. Yeah. I'm not reading that, but um, for example, in the Sydney Morning Herald every week, there's like in the Rugby Union section, there's 
five things we learned from the games this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I'm sucking in by that every time. It's my favorite article. It's just very consumable information, right? Mm. It makes it feel very like, um, like I'm going to be able to, to take this all in. Mm. Yeah. All right. I rate it too. Okay. Um, Game of Thrones. Rate it. Rate it too. I, I, I haven't read the book, so. Yeah. I really very strongly fight to forget the final season and remember all the amazing, like it is a 10 out of 10 show. If you just take season one to seven, that is 70 odd hours of amazing entertainment, amazing entertainment. Like I know that some people say the standard dipped a little bit in season seven as well, but say, even if you just take the first six seasons, which I still like seven, it's like, um, you couldn't, if you had never watched it before, you couldn't have spent a better 60 hours what consuming media than that 60 hours. Like it is almost perfect. And I'm not going to let the ending ruin it. I, I'm just not going to, I know this is a cognitive bias in humans that if the ending of something is bad, you'll ruin it. And I can't, I'm not, I know that bias. And I'm not going to let it rule me. I like that. Controversially, I could have gone hate it for Game of Thrones because compared to a lot of people. You're like mild it. I'm, I, we can't be nuanced you can't, in this podcast. Yeah. So you have, you have to rate it. Mm, I rated it. Uh, creating on holidays. Um, rate it. Hate it. Great. I like when we disagree. Uh, I've created on a holiday once. And it was only my novels. So I wasn't like working. And I think for me, because we've been focusing so much on business and growth over the last few years, just getting some time to be on holiday and just spending time with my novel and nothing else felt very sacred and very lovely. When, when was that? Tasmania, when you had COVID. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't see that as a holiday. So I still did a little bit of writing there. I, I, you know, I won't write over Christmas, for example. I won't write like, over Christmas either. I, when we go to Europe, though, I will write because mm. I'm not really seeing that as a... It's sort of a hybrid holiday. And also, it's six weeks, I think... It's Six weeks, time. it's a long time not to, for me to not touch my creativity. Like, I, I think I'd be a bit down after that. I think the reason why I rate it is because we have such a beautiful structure and routine around our creativity. And I like keeping a tiny bit of routine in our holidays. It really helps me stay grounded. And so for me to journal, I'm always going to journal, but journal then create in the mornings of my holidays. It feels so grounding. Yeah. I, this isn't about like hustling. Yeah. No, I, I agree, Amy. I think... It, I think the few times where I have created while I'm on holidays, like maybe I'll feel the urge one morning. I end up having a better day potentially. So I don't know. I still hate it. I still think that there's my belief is often you need to force yourself to rest. Like, yeah, you know, you need to, your body is being, it's a discipline. Yeah. It's a discipline. It's like your body is being like, Oh no, we have to keep going. We have to keep achieving a goal. It's like actually the best thing you can do for your body, for your mind then is to say, no. no, but also not just saying like discipline, like your rest. Like yeah. Yeah, sometimes that's what it requires, like mm. as, to be so. And be like, this actually might not even be great for my mental health in the short term, mm. but it might be good in the, the long, long term. term. Yeah. People don't speak about that enough. Mm. I think rest as a discipline could be a really interesting podcast. Because often rest can feel like. For me, rest feels. And like you're stagnant and stuck. It feels really difficult. But it can really be what you need. I agree. Uh, NaNoWriMo. Hate it. Rate it. What? I mean, like, this again is unbelievably nuanced. Every time I've tried to do it, I've exhausted myself, and then I haven't written for three or four weeks afterwards, thereby eliminating the gains. You know what? I hate it too. I changed my mind. 
Like, it's just... And the amount of people I know of who, who write just, 50,000 um, words and then they just, don't... Wait, hold on. NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month. Oh, yeah. And you the idea is that you write 50,000 words in the month of November. And I've done it once. And I wrote maybe like 30,000 words. It was of the rules upheld by no one. I, read the, I wrote the first 30,000 words of that book in NaNoWriMo. I just wanted people to know what it is. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I just think I think the gains that you make on your novel in that month are, if you can do it consistently over a long period of time, it's going to be way better for your I mental health agree. and way better for your energy levels and your willingness and desire to write. So I have no idea why I said rate it. I literally, even with like, I don't even medium it. I do hate it. But <laughs> sure, I can. I totally understand why your your physiology or your mental abilities might be conducive to a big a sprint. sprint and all power yeah. to you but for me i think it's a horrible idea for me to do agreed and i think it's a horrible idea for a lot of people to do mm. i think people think it's really exciting but i think a lot of books are left by the wayside on nanorimo and they're never finished the amount of first drafts that are never touched again after the month of november really upsets me mm. pelicans rate them rate them we have a lot of pelicans in narrabeen Nar- i just for some reason i was like do we say where we live Pelican's also Australian slang for someone who's a bit of a, a bit of a loose unit. Really? Yeah. He's a pelican. I think so. Never heard that. It's a bit of a pelican. Oh. Nah, rate him. They're like little dinosaurs with the sky that's still with us. Yeah, they're they, cool. They're so friendly. They're giant mouths. They're awesome. Yeah, they love them. Um, cliffhangers. Hate them. And I really feel strongly about this. I hate them. And recently I've noticed a trend in... TV series, all of them ending on these fucking ridiculous cliffhangers. And you know what? Even if I love the whole show, I'm done. Yeah. And I will spitefully never watch it again. And it's it's because they're not I think they're not sure of their No, what annoys me is then they do it when they're not sure that they're gonna get renewed for season two. That's exactly it's so obvious and you're to like, me. Ugh. Like anyway. we just finished um I'm about to try some Divergence, that's not what it's called. Severance. Severance. I thought that was the most incredible show. And then they left it on a cliffhanger. And now I'm really angry about it. And I mm. won't watch it. There you go. Um, <sighs> You're skipping so many good ones. Oh, sorry. Loud motorcycles. Fucking hate it. Oh, my Who's, God. Fuck I want to meet the person who says rate if it. You, I'm sorry. If you have a loud motorcycle, fuck you. <laughs> Get out of my life. I mean, yeah. there's almost... I just don't think you would ever redeem yourself in my eyes if you have a loud motorcycle. There's nothing you can do to redeem yourself because it says so much about how little you care about everyone else around you that there's no way you can be a good person. <laughs> Sorry, I feel very strongly about this. You're speaking to someone who's autistic and someone who has bad anxiety and and I'm very sensitive to loud noises. So yeah, I hate it. Yeah, hate it. Uh, which one did you were you upset that I missed? Uh, capitalism? Oh, that's coming, baby. Just okay, wait. Beat tree on burgers. Rate it. Hate it. Like, again, like, if I had a middle ground, I would pick it. But, like, I'm not choosing beetroot to go on my burg. Cool. All right, baby. Capitalism. Okay. You're going to rate it, aren't you? No, I'm not. I mean, hate it. Um, but you're going to explain? Yeah. Well. Obviously, I'm, but just for the record, I hate it. It's so complicated. I, first of all, one of my big pet peeves at the moment is the attribution of everything to capitalism, which is, I think, a massive abstraction because at the end of the day, capitalism doesn't exist. It's an, it's, it doesn't exist. It's just this concept we've made up. There's, capitalism only exists in the 
people who legislate, our, who make our laws and legislate it, and the people who are running our economy. Like, there's no book of capitalism. It's not like when you found a country and it's a capitalist country, there's not some kind of playbook that comes down. Yeah, sure, there are laws that create a capitalist country, but they're just laws that can be changed. Like, it, it means, it makes things seem so helpless. It's like we're living, we're living in capitalism. It's like, and yes, under the current laws that create our our system, which, you know, that framework of laws equals capitalism. There are many, many, many things I would change, but I wouldn't necessarily change all free markets. I wouldn't necessarily change. Um, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not a communist. I don't think. <laughs> Only 50, 50 on that um, one though. I, I, I'm like, I, I want a are different, I want some kind of, I'm not, an, I'm not, I don't want to be anything. I want just to be someone who will look at, laws and try and apply make them better and more nuanced mm. like there's no point railing against capitalism because then it's too broad yeah and it's doesn't mean anything, it doesn't mean really. anything it's almost like i think like the anti-capitalist rhetoric that's very prevalent in like millennials and gen z like comes from a very real place of very real pain but it's almost like it's a distraction and it's not useful for us to mm. like pin it all on this concept of capitalism when I don't know that an anger towards an idea like that is really going to serve us. Yeah. I do think some of like the ideology behind capitalism, like your only valuable your value is completely aligned with how much output you have in the economy. I think that's horrible. It's a horrible way to you know, mm. build a society. I don't think that's what we should strive for, but um, there, you know, we have had an explosion in standard of, li- standard of living across the West and across most of the world in the last hundred years, which I don't know. It's hard to attribute. This is the thing. I wrote a blog post ages ago about how much of that you can attribute to capitalism. Um, How much do you think you can? I don't know. It's really complicated. Yeah. I mean, I think that the thing is, capitalism obviously produces some great things like the iPhone and air conditioning. Uh, All like these things were made to come about more quickly, probably by free markets. But it also produces some really bad things. Yeah. Like wealth, like horrible wealth inequality. Things like you know, if you look at the med- if you look at the medical system in the U.S., that's obviously that could only exist under a, a country in a country that rich that could only exist under a very weird, twisted ideology. Mm, you're so right. You're so right. Like any if I think there would be a lot of societies that would look at that and look at how abundantly wealthy the U.S. is as a nation as a whole, and then look at a lot of their thing, a lot of their systems, and obviously in Australia too, yeah, and across the West, and just like from a slightly tilted perspective in a slightly different universe, you'd be looking back at our universe and being like, like, what the fuck? How did that happen? But also like, we have a lot of cool shit Mm. and I love business and I love small businesses. Anyway, this is going on a long time. And I think that, you know, small businesses are a great aspect of capitalism and the ability to, essentially to create stuff and build stuff and, you know, supply chains. And like these, all these things are, are really cool. Yeah. But also there are a lot of problems. Anyway, it's a very complicated way of... It's so hard. It's like, how do you explain that in five minutes? You, you don't. Can't. You can't, baby. Anyway. Now, Ruth has said British tea in brackets with milk. Rate it. I mean, rate it. If by British tea, are you talking about like English breakfast? Mm. Because if so... Rate it more than... I rate it more than coffee. I do not rate it more than coffee. When me and James met at school... We, I like pretended I liked tea way more than I did. I mean, I do like tea. I really do. I have tea every day. 
but I, I pretended I liked tea like way more than I did to flirt with you. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked 100%. James we have their old Facebook lover. old Facebook flirting between us before we were together. Yeah, it's really pure. Yeah. Right, so About I have tea. no idea who this person is. I don't know if you know who this person is. Jeff Coons. No idea. There's an there's a a skull face next to him. So I am assuming no. So I don't uh, know. Rate it or hate it. Oh, sorry, keep going. I just I'm going to say hate it, just from the indication that there's a skull face after it. Sure. I mean, that's like, what if he's the Grim Reaper or something? Like, do I hate the Grim Reaper? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's do doing a... Do you phone on you? No. I want to see a picture of this guy. He, yeah. Well, I hate Jeff Koons. Okay. Sorry if that's wrong. Uh, I'm reserving my judgment here. I have no idea. It's rated or hate it. You have to play it. I guess hate it. I've never heard of this person. Uggs with clear... Pl- Clear protective plastic. I've never seen this in my life, I and no I'm glad I haven't. About, hate I it. assume hate it because Uggs should be fluffy and cute. Blogging. Rate it. Rate it. Obviously. And time. I also like this idea that blogging is changed and and adapted in so many different ways now. Mm. Like you know, for me, when I look at the way I write on Instagram, to me, I see that as blogging. Like when I, you know, there's just so many different ways to do it now. Agreed. Spoken word, slam poetry. Rate it. Rate it, obviously. Massively. Fucking love. It's awesome. What the hell. And I love that it's having a renaissance, and I think mm. it's such an exciting space. I actually wonder how much of a market there would be for that as reels and TikToks. Yeah. I'm sure there is that space. It's yeah. Probably just I haven't not seen it. it, but it would, yeah. sounds awesome. Sour cream and onion chips. Massive rate it. Yeah, I rate it Rate too. it to the moon. I don't eat it a lot. Do we even have it here? It's very British to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's one of the best. Hmm. Uh, rom-coms. Rate it. Rate it. Rate it. Big time. Love a rom-com. Me too. It's a real soothing, soothing Very comforting, yeah. yeah. Makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Reels. Rate it. Rate it. Rate it. Love reels. Big time rate it. I think that like, and this is what we were going to, we were going to, I was wondering if you want to talk about this at another time, but I guess Mm -hmm. we can talk about it now, which is that people think that, you know, Instagram has become a reels platform. Whereas for Amy... Her reels don't do as well as anything else. My reels don't do well at all. And, you know, the last time we talked about this, um, you know, I remember someone commenting being like, well, I've had, you know, 99% of my engagement from reels in the last two months. And then I went and looked on their profile and it's like, no, you had 99% of your engagement from reel in the last month. They had one reel that went viral. Mm. But that's a, that's a useless, essentially. Like you wanted, to, you wanted to be thinking about your median engagement and what that's coming from, not your one outlier engagement. Like, sure, maybe you get one viral reel and that's fun but what does it actually do for you i don't know yeah it's just fun it's still as a fun. consumer i rate it as a creator i hate it mm. but that's not because i don't like creating reels i really do i don't mind it it's just not re- it doesn't resonate with my audience i don't think yeah but yeah i don't think it's like this uh it's not like trap that instagram has made for you or anything no. you have to have reels now i think that's it's just not i think we're going to look back on that um this discourse about you need reels to grow and we're so going to be stoops. like well, that wasn't correct. Um, okay, I Google Jeff Coons. He makes these balloon doggos. Okay. Um, this is his face. Wow, someone, why does someone put a skull next to him? Well, maybe he's he like controversial. Kind of around him? Um, I mean, I like media. his little dogs. Yeah, it's like a Westie. Controversi- does he have a controversial section on Wikipedia? No. You know what? Changing my mind. I mean, I don't. I, mean, I still don't barring know any anywhere near enough. Alleged, any kind of controversy we don't know about, I think from his. I like his art. So I rate it. Yeah. Copyright infringement litigation. Maybe Ooh, he's still stuff. Okay. Yeah. In that case, yeah. I don't know. All right. It's too complicated. 
a, his sculpture of a ballerina resembles someone, a Ukrainian artist. Well, there you go. I don't know. All right, we'll leave that one on a cliffhanger because we love them so much. What about, I feel like we've skipped heaps. No, of, we haven't. I'm, I'm seeing you scroll past a million billion. Well, there was JK Rowling. Do you want to go there? Oh, as a person, I hate, hate it. it. As a, um, her books rate it. Well, that brings us to the conversation of can we separate art from artist? What do you believe? It's tricky, isn't it? It's so hard. I I I honestly don't know what I think on this point. Book genres. I will continue, but I will continue to read Harry Potter. So therefore, I must. I must that you can separate. Yeah. So. I must. I must think that too because I will continue to read Harry Potter. Mm. I think um, book genres. That is interesting because it's like I actually hate it. Oh. Because I think the idea They're of like, restricting? these are literary, these are science fiction, these are fantasy, you know, this is crime. It's like, everything's getting more and more blended anyway. Mm. And also, the thing I hate the most is having a literature genre, as if it's like, this is the true genre, because it's a real literature. I fucking hate that. Sorry, I just started thinking about how J.K. Rowling said that students shout on the floor and then they invisible I mean, I them. hated that. Hated a, that. Just, I mean, uh, it's someone, like a lesser crime. Someone should... Um, just go on to hack JK Rowling's Twitter, change the password, and just leave and then it. leave it. And then, just and then go. you know, it would just solve a lot of pain. A lot. It would solve ninety nine percent of the problems if someone just banned her from Twitter. Why does she keep saying things? And like, just why does she keep saying things? Like, just she's extremely it's crazy. It's like no one wants to hear from you, Joanne. <laughs> and like. Stop saying students shit in Hogwarts. And that's literally that, what a fu- you know that should have that should have shown to us how that she was a bit cooked, right? <laughs> She's cooked. That, that Twitter did something to her brain. Anyway, sorry, I missed this one from Diana, which is a good one. Working on multiple projects at once. Rate it. Rate it. Oh, you rate it? Thought maybe you'd hate it. I do it all the time. Yeah, it's true. I, I, but I only I have one prime project which I'm making progress on all the time, but then I'm always making notes and having ideas about other things. And also, I, like, I am literally working on two novels right now, and I'm really enjoying it. And also, you know, if you if you're not if if we only talk about novels, I still think I rate it. But it, we always, you know, we have the podcast, we have our novels, we have a nonfiction, mm. we have mm. um, the newsletter. Like there are there, that's many projects. Yeah. It's just that my prime spot, my seven fifteen in the morning writing time, that is sacred, and that is one project. Yeah. Yeah. And that has to be getting done. At the moment in the morning, I, I work on two. I can't believe it works, but it does. Mm. Yeah. Keeping a reading record, either notebook, story graph, Goodreads, etc. So I've been keeping a, a reading... Well, do you rate it or hate it? Sorry. I rate it. I rate it too. I really enjoy knowing what books I've read this year and getting to reflect upon them. And then I like looking back at all the books I've read this year. And I feel so proud of myself because I am really challenging myself to read and listen to more. And I like it. I... um. Used to be pretty good on Goodreads. I think you can still find me under my name, James Weinstock. And I wish I did it more. And I, I've kind of fallen off it in the last year and a half or so. I don't know. And I, I'm, I, I'm sad about it. Yeah. So. I think um, if you have a relationship that's like, oh, I have to do this. I have to read, you know, and that's kind of like that really aggressive. Or if I'm not reading enough, I'm not a good enough person. Then perhaps it's just not useful. And you want reading to be enjoyable and luxurious and not something that you record. Then, then don't use it. But I really enjoy it. Mm. Um, do you reckon that's it? Yeah, unless you have something more to say. Oh no, do you mean I've got a few more here? Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, cats. Rate it. I rate I rate cats too. Used to hate it. Now I rate it. I just think that their personalities as a species 
amuses me greatly. We've actually had some conversations about our next animal being a cat rather than a dog. And I like we're huge that dog they're people. kind of dicks. Yeah, I like that too. And I like that they're low maintenance. Like dogs are just lower. so lower maintenance. Mm. Dogs, while they have many, many excellent qualities, are extremely high maintenance. Also because I just... I care too much about animals to have an animal. Like, I just, they consume my whole brain. Yeah. Skiing. Rate it. I'm going to be controversial, mostly just to annoy you. Hate it. I mean, I don't get to the slopes a lot these days. But when I do, when I, which is not, once again, hardly ever, I rate it big time. It's, exp- you know, it's expensive. It's time consuming. You could go really far out of your way. But once you're there on the slopes, I rate it. So, so I, um, my mum was a really good skier, but she did her knee when she was younger and could never ski again. So I, I just wasn't brought up skiing. I, I only started skiing when I was quite late in life, which I feel is a great disadvantage. Anyway, then I went skiing with James's family one time and James was like, it's fine. It's fine. You're going to be fine. It was you were the fine. worst. You were fine. I cried all the time under my goggles, just being left behind. Yep. They were so fast. Everyone was so fast. I was like, what the fuck? Do you ski? Do you ski? I saw yep. this meme the other day and I, yeah, me really and James funny. say it to each other all the time. It's like rich people will just be like mid-sentence. Do you ski? I get the normal thing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It really uh, makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that might be... Oh, Instagram? Um, yeah, I rate it. it. Oh, oh, Amazon KDP. Yeah, rate it. Rate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, again, like, because we're allowing ourselves to be nuanced here, like, can be really problematic with Amazon in general. But it, I think it's an amazing platform. I think that they take a very reasonable cut in KDP at the moment, if it's at 70% still. But I think Audible is fucked in the cut that they take. Like, how can Audible justify... Like, they should... Audible, they host your thing. That's all they do. Like, they should be giving you 90% of what your What do Audible take? Can they take 30 or something? I didn't know or that. Or 20? When did you it's, find that out? I can't remember. That's really annoying. And I remember hearing that they upped it recently too. I don't know what we get from... I, I haven't looked in... It was so It's also complicated, but, you know, it's just a hosting platform. I know. Like, I mean, sometimes they Audible haven't done anything like, in it, but like... Like, KDP help with your distribution and your printing. And like, that's a big job. Like, they, they deserve a cut. A yeah. decent cut, but I just don't believe... Audible do nothing unless they've helped the production of the audio book. Yeah, and also, audiobooks are much more expensive to make than They're so much books. more expensive. Um... So, I have no regrets making the audiobook of the rules I've held by number one. It was literally maybe some of the best days of my life recording it. I loved it so much, but financially almost possible to be profitable as a self pub um audible person. Yeah. I just really wanted it and I would do it again. Yeah. I mean I think it's a really cool thing to have. But... Yeah. I think it makes you look really professional as well. Yes. Yeah. I uh, if you if I can't find you an audible or if I struggle with that. Yeah. Okay, now I think I really didn't. Wait, I think uh, Hani. I thought I saw an interesting one from Hani at the bottom. No, that was the listicles one. I just um. Oh right. I just yeah, um. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Well um. Unless you have one for me. Hmm. Interesting. Do I have one for you? Do you have one for me? Um. Fuck. No. Uh, chocolate cake. Hate it. Rate it. I don't have a sweet tooth. Um. <laughs> okay, wait. Well, this is probably a sign that the podcast is over, right? <laughs> the ends of our podcast so, are just terrible. Or are they the best? Mm. Mm. Do I do I rate it or hate it? The ends of our I, podcast. You know, that was my, that, that was the most fun I've ever had in a podcast. 
it's fun having a structure. I wish I could get these thoughts on capitalism more codified. Like, but the thing is, I think to you'd have to write a book to order your thoughts on it. Like, it's so complicated. You have to. Tempting. But I what about know. a little baby book? Maybe. A I don't pamphlet. You know. My training is in economic history, not in economics. So I just feel like it would be. I don't know. What? Beyond me or something. Such fucking load of bullshit. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, cool. Ciao. Love you guys. Um, Thanks for the great questions for the rated or hate it. Let us yes. know if you liked it. And also, you know, I think we've got quite a few new listeners at the moment. We would really appreciate your reviews. Like, it mm. is awesome. We love it so much when we read your reviews. Um, even just a rating would be great. Um, and please subscribe to our newsletter where we will oh, yeah. we further discuss the topics that we've already been talking about in podcast. In your inbo- email inbo- in your email inbox. That was hard to say. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Bye. <gasps> Ooh, pop her out. It's very hard to press the stop.